Welcome to the SaaS Sales Mastery Podcast, your go-to podcast for B2B software as a service sales. I'm your host, Liam Alcantara. Join me as we dive into the art and science of SaaS sales. So if you don't want to miss the chance to transform your life, career, or business, tune in and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Liam here. Hope you're having an amazing week, an amazing day. This is officially episode number four. And today we are going to dig into discovery calls, especially how to turn discovery calls from FBI interrogations, which <laughs> which they often turn into that, to friendly conversations. Now, after the initial stage of finding your ideal prospects, finding your ideal clients who have a pain which your software as a service product can solve, we typically head into the discovery phase or the diagnosis phase, as I like to call it. And this is a crucial step because before we can help somebody solve their pains, think of it like when you go to your doctor's office, before he can start solving and working through any pains you may have, a good doctor at least, will take his time to really understand, really dig deep into your pains, their original source, the root cause of the pains that you're having, how long have you been having it for? Is there a history of this specific pain in your in your in your family? A good doctor will take his time, his sweet time, to work with you, work with you through every uh, detail of that pain, a good doctor. Now, on the other hand, we've all been in the presence of doctors. They show up, clipboard on hand. What's going on? Sure. Blah, blah, blah. They write a couple notes down here. Just take this. They close the door. You hear them typing outside of the door, a couple of last notes on their laptops, and they're on to the next one. Now, let me ask you something. Last time you were in that situation, how did it feel? I'm sure not very good. We, we call these poor bedside manners, right? Now, how does this tie into SaaS sales? The discovery process is incredibly important. The diagnosis process is incredibly important because it allows us to gather the proper information to be able to solve the pains and challenges of our clients slash patients, if you want to continue with his analogy. It's crucial that we gather this information in order to find the win-win between both parties. If we don't have a good understanding of their situation, we can't come up with a solution. If we can't come up with a solution, we can't help their pains. Lose, lose. Not only do we need the specifics of their pains, but you also need some general logistics like time. What systems are they currently using? How is their tech stack built? What's their time frame? What's their decision-making process? What is their budget? Who are the decision makers? There's a lot of information that we need to discover, uncover, and diagnose. However, as you read from the title, sometimes as business professionals, as SaaS sales professionals, trying to get 
this this information properly and doing it thoroughly can be like pulling teeth. And discovery calls or diagnosis calls, instead of being an amazing process to really get to know your prospects and clients, it can turn into an interrogation. It almost feels like you're shining a light on your prospects or clients' faces, asking them questions in a dark room. And as you can probably imagine, just by the description of it, <laughs> just by you listening, uh, just by you uh, listening to me say that, you feel uncomfortable. So imagine how clients and prospects feel during this process. Typically, not good, especially when it's not done well. There was a time I was working with a prospect through discovery. We were uh, engaging in the discovery process. This was fairly uh, fairly early in my career, but I remember being so prepared. I had my list of questions of very specific things that we needed to cover. And in my head, I was thinking, I am so prepared. This is going to be great. So we do our basic introductions. We cover a brief agenda, cover our upfront contracts, which are very important. By the way, listen to episode number three on upfront contracts. But then as we got into the meat and potatoes of the meeting, which was a discovery call, diagnosis call, I began to ask my very important questions that I need to get answered in order to be able to help this prospect. So I march on, start with some pain, pain questions. Why not? However, what I quickly realized is that as I migrate from, from question to question, I think I'm doing a great job. I think I'm doing a great service. However, I just noticed through Zoom, right? I'm not even in person. Through Zoom, the body language of this prospect, of this client, slowly closing down and down. So and I'm, I'm looking at the time like, are we running low on time? He seems to be in a rush. He seems kind of nervous. Every answer he gives me, answer after answer, becomes shorter and shorter more uncomfortable and more uncomfortable. I'm supposed to, I'm thinking as as we progress in this call, we're supposed to be getting more familiar with each other, more comfortable, more open, more loose. What's going on? It's like the opposite is happening. I'm looking into my screen and I notice that they're clearly becoming more uncomfortable. And now I'm starting to feel more uncomfortable. Now the pressure's building up. Now the stakes are getting higher. Why is this becoming like this? Until out of frustration, the prospect yells out, I'm sorry. Is this a consultation call or am I getting interrogated by the FBI? <laughs> and as I stand there on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the screen, frozen, I'm like, okay, there we go. Let me put that in my in my in a folder in my mind called painful lessons from SaaS sales. <laughs> Funny lessons, but it was painful. It kind of hurt my feelings a little bit because I, I, I was so prepared. But it helped me understand that in the discovery process, yes, there's a lot we need to cover. There's a lot of questions that must be asked. However, there had to be a better way of going about this. I know I need to ask all these questions like there's no way around it, but I cannot make them into an interrogation because if I was on the other side of the table or the Zoom screen, right? It's probably not the most comfortable feeling. And I noticed that top performers, discovery calls felt more like conversations. But what is that flow of conversation while also getting your questions in 
that allowed discovery calls to be seamless, flawless, and effortless. I needed a system that helped me step-by-step guide me through how to have deep discovery while maintaining an effortless flow. I tried looking for frameworks that helped me achieve this effect, but there wasn't many that were, were as useful. So I created a step-by-step framework. I created, I created a mnemonic. It's just easier for me to remember while I'm in the, in the middle of, of action, right? And it's simple. It's a little bit funny, but it works. And it's Alaska. And no, we're not talking about polar bears or snow. None of that. We're talking about ask, listen, acknowledge, share, retain any key insights or know the implications of the answers that you're listening to. And then next, we ask our last question, Alaska, right? However, when you ask questions in this format of Alaska, ask, listen, acknowledge, share, retain any key insights or know the implications, and then you ask the next next question, naturally, this makes the flow of discovery instead of being question, answer, question, answer, interrogation format, it naturally makes it more conversational, more effortless. Now the questions, your discovery questions that need to be asked are now blended and weaved into natural conversation. So it's almost like no questions are being asked. It's just like conversations and then just naturally the next discovery question that needs to be asked naturally comes out. So let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's start with A of Alaska, which is simply asking, like we touched on earlier, this could be a budget question, this could be a decision-maker question, it could be a pain question. Whatever the question is, you ask your initial question. Then we head into the listening phase, and we want it to be active listening. So first of all, you want to be able to pay attention to what they're saying, because it's very important. We actually have to gather this information We'll have to process it to come up with a solution. So make sure you're really paying attention so you don't miss any details. But also, while we allow the the prospect or client to speak, also letting them know that we're actively listening. Things like nodding, the appropriate facial expressions according to what they're saying, gestures, whatever you can do to make sure they understand that they are being heard, that they, they are being listened to, that they are being understood, which is actually... It's actually a very deep human need and very few people actually have the time or or have the opportunity to be heard, right? It's actually a very rare thing to have somebody really deeply listen to you, engaged, active listening. And just by this active listening, just by nodding, really engaging with what they're saying is an amazing way to build rapport with our with our prospects because they feel understood. And for them, that's most likely a rare occurrence. Then we move to the next letter, which is A of Alaska, which is acknowledge. Once we have, we had the opportunity to listen to them, to really listen to them, and they are done speaking, we want to briefly acknowledge what they've said. This is almost almost a follow-up to, to the listening phase. And you don't have to say a lot. It's just a brief signal letting them know that we heard them. It could be something like, okay, that makes sense. 
or I see where you're coming from, or you know what, I, I understand. I understand X, Y, and Z is happening right now. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Fancy. It's just a simple acknowledgement that we heard what they said. Now, most people stop at this and then they probably say, got it or make sense. And then they automatically ask the next question. But we're going to go a little bit further. We're going to take it a little bit deeper. After we have acknowledged, we're going to do this, the next step in the framework, which is to share. And this could be anything. This is what actually makes the flow of conversation. Not just asking question after question, but after we acknowledged, just share. It could be a comment. It could be an experience. It could be a, a brief story of a previous client who was in a similar situation. Whatever it is, but make it conversational. Ideally, you don't have to say too much. It could be something short and concise to the point. But it makes it feel like they're chatting with a friend, they're conversating with a colleague, with a with a with a co-worker working on a project together instead of an interrogation. So as an example, after you have asked your question, you have done the active listening, you have acknowledged what they just finished saying with something like, I understand X, that makes sense. Then we're bri briefly going to share. So I understand X, that makes sense. Now that you mentioned it, I work with a client who had a previous uh, a similar situation to yours, which we were able to tackle. It wasn't easy, but we were able to tackle it. Boom, you shared a quick experience, a, a quick story, a quick comment. That's just an example. It could be a myriad of things, but that's one example. After we share, we go into the K of Alaska, which is key insights, or it could also be no implications. So this is more of a personal note. This is more for you. This is just a quick reminder to yourself to grab any key insights of what's occurring live in the conversation, retain those for you. After all, this is discovery. And a bonus point, a bonus point, a bonus K in the Alaska is also know the implications of this key insight. That's very powerful when helping you build the business case further on in the in the in the conversation. So after we've asked our initial question, after we've listened, after we've acknowledged, after we share a personal experience, common humor experience, whatever story, after we have retained a key insight or we've stored in our memory bank the key implications, we know the implications of this, this key insight to help us build a business case, then we can go to the last A the last A of Alaska, and ask another question. Right now, we've earned the right to ask another question. Now we can seamlessly weave another question into the natural flow of conversation, which we have created with listening, acknowledging, sharing, retaining any key insights, knowing the implications. Now we can ask another question. So if we were covering budget in the question number one, now we can cover who are the decision makers. Now, do you have to follow this framework of Alaska? Ask, listen, acknowledge, share, retain key insights or slash no implications, and then ask your next question. Do you have to do this every single question you're going to ask? No. This is more of a tool that you incorporate into your 
question set or discovery conversation, discovery slash diagnosis conversational converse, conversation flow to make it feel more like a conversation, less like an interrogation. You don't have to do this every single question. I would personally do it every two, three questions. So I may ask two questions back to back without doing this. I may ask about their specific decision-making process, and then straight after that, head into uh, an ROI question that I want to ask them. I don't have to do this every single time, but maybe for the third question, I will ask, I will listen, I will acknowledge, I will share a brief comment, I will retain any key insights, I will know the implication, and then I'll ask my next question. This is more of a tool you can use when you see fit and a general framework, a general mindset, a general system to keep you on track in your discovery questions. Now let's go through a, a brief role play example to drive the point home. So we ask our original question, question number one. So X, I know we talked a little bit about your current challenges with Y. Curious, when do you want to solve this uh, challenge by? We ask our original question. Then we're listening actively as the prospect answers. They finish their answer. We let them finish. Okay, Michael, I understand that. That actually makes a lot of sense. Funny that you mentioned it. We had worked with a client uh, last quarter who experienced uh, not exact the same uh, challenge as you, but something similar along the lines of, of what you just shared with me. We retain any key insights. We know the implications of what, we, what was just shared. Then we ask our next question. Michael, you mind if we briefly touch on what's the usual process for your team that is needed in order to make a decision? And there you go, Alaska. We ask our original question. We listen. We acknowledge. We share. Then we keep any key insights or know the implications, K in Alaska. And then lastly, ask we are able to ask ask our next question so remember on your next discovery call to bring <laughs> to bring alaska with you remember alaska and whenever you feel that conversations are getting a little bit tense are a little are getting a little bit cold think of alaska because alaska is going <laughs> to help you make those conversations a little bit warmer more effortless and more natural this is going to help you gather the information you need to help your prospects. You're going to make it a pleasant experience for them while also supercharging your chances of getting deals done. So if that was helpful to you and if you're going to be using that in your next discovery call, stick around for the next one. We have more information just like this that is going to help you take your career or your business to the next level. If that was helpful to you, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you have any questions, shoot me an email at liamal at sellingtech.com. That's liamal at sellingtek.com. Take care.